Well, Happy New Year from the Enduring Churches podcast. I'm Alan. I'm here with Trent today. And so we, we hope you're all excited about uh, what's coming along in 2024. Wow, what a what a big number. But um, anyway, as we come together, we're, we're actually recording this on the other side of Christmas. And so Christmas is in front of us. Trent, you just had surgery this week, and yet you're a gamer because you're already back on the podcast. I'm impressed. <laughs> um, so anyhow um got a lot of things you're looking forward to i know oh yeah man it's and i hope everyone has a had a great christmas a wonderful time with family and all that um, and you know i was just thinking alan can you i you probably can remember where you were in 2020 on um you know christmas or new year's eve 2020 was getting ready to happen or, or 20 not 2020 but 2000 can you remember in 2000? Y2K. Yeah, man. The world was going to explode. Everything yeah. was going to fall apart. Yeah, we were right. actually visiting Rochelle's brother back at, at, who was in the seminary at the time. And so we were back in Fort Worth and uh, we had our little goggles and it was a pretty uneventful Y2K for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were at my parents' house, thought, hey, if something happens, with my mom's got enough food stashed away and canned uh, that we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. So, but who would have thought we're here at 2024? That's crazy. But yeah, I know. With all the bowl games all messed up with transfer portals and oh man, and crazy stuff with picking teams and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So hopefully you've watched your fair share of football by this point in time and you're you're kind of looking forward to a new year. And so, you know, it's, people are holidayed out and we didn't want to like do a list of like 12 things of, you know, 12 reasons 2024 is going to be a great year or whatever. We really just kind of wanted to talk. I mean, you're coming into a new year. I'm coming into a new year and we have dreams and visions. And so we thought we'd talk a little bit about maybe some of the things that we're looking forward to just in our ministries and with what we're doing. And maybe that'll springboard some of the thoughts in your own, in your own ministry. And so anyhow, why don't we just kind of do that? So kind of a free form talk today. That sounds great. Yeah. And so Alan, let me ask you, what kinds of things do you have coming up here in January? Uh, that you're looking forward to, or maybe not looking forward to. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that are on my mind. Um, first of all, I always pray for a word, and my word for this year is expectant. And I, Trent, we were a, a guest on a podcast earlier, and you shared a verse from um, Collegiate Ministry from Isaiah, mm -hmm. and it said that passage. That verse said, "Wait, I waited eagerly on the Lord." And that, that's that's expectation, right? You mm -hmm. know, when we truly believe that God wants to do something and that God um, wants us to be high expectant. I want to see our churches be expectant. I want to be expectant in, in what I do and have an expectation that God wants to move. And so that's kind of my word for this year is just this idea of expectancy. And then um, one of the things that we're doing that I think is really important. You know, we spent two years. We've been in my role a little over two years we have fleshed out a strategy we've kind of started putting that strategy in motion and now we've we um are trying to create our official organizational structure to flow around what we're doing um so again to increase the expectancy this is what we expect to do and how we expect to operate so um i think it kind of goes hand in hand 
Yeah, that's great. Um, and I, you know, I love that you always are pray about that God would give you a word for the year. And, and I've, I've kind of adopted that same um, thing uh, for our association of churches. And so our word uh, for this year is prayer and that we would start with prayer, um, you know, and just calling us back to our source and not trying to do everything on our own, but instead seeing what God's plan is and finding, you know, before we jump off and say, okay, God, come follow us and bless what we're doing. Instead, we're going to start with, God, what do you want us to do? What, how do you want us to move forward? And so I'm excited about that. Um, Dana and I have um, some conferences that we'll be at. Um, we'll be at the, uh, we'll be taking a group to the Voice of the Martyrs uh, here in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Um, actually, as you're listening to this, we're on the road <laughs> to, to Bartlesville, Oklahoma, and then um, we'll be taking a group there to learn more about how the Voice of the Martyrs functions and how they take care of people, uh, ministers around the world who are in places that are very tough. I mean, golly, we've got it so easy, Alan, um, but there are people who literally give their lives the name of Jesus around the world. So we'll be doing that. Um, we'll also be um, at the uh, Midwest Leadership Summit um, coming up this uh, month of January in Springfield, Illinois. And then uh, we'll also be at the um, um, Caring for Pastors uh, Summit down in Austin, Texas. Um, that will be toward the end of the month. So um, some some great things, good things that we're looking forward to learning. And, you know, I always enjoy that. It gets me gets me stoked up about the new year and, and learning some new things. Man, you are on the move. Like, that, that's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, my big thing, we have a, in Texas, we have a, a gathering for people who have a role similar to mine. Um, it's kind of a round sets of roundtable discussions that we do in January. So I'll get to be a part of that. I look forward to that. It's good to hang out with people who are doing this. You learn, I learned so much um, from others. And, you know, uh, some someday I, I hope to feel as competent in, in my role as I see many of them be um, in theirs. Um, they're just so good at, at working with uh, our churches. And then, um, you know, I've started my PhD work. I don't know if we've really talked about that, but I'm into my second seminar this semester. And so I am in the middle right now of five or six books on preaching and two dissertations I have to read and pull some assignments together for that um, and have that ready to go at the, the first week in February. So um, I would highly recommend the first one. I mean, one of my assignments was a, a John Stott book. I've always been a John Stott fan. And his book on preaching, which is called Between Two Worlds, is an excellent resource. So anyone who, who um, loves to study on preaching, um, probably one that's not as prominent in modern circles just because of its age. It was written in 1982, but I think it still rings true and still has a lot of great stuff to say. So highly recommend that book um, between two worlds John Stott is, there's not many theologians who can turn a phrase as, as well as him so um, admire him a lot you know as you're saying that Alan I, I, it's just a good reminder that 
sometimes, especially during this time of year, we're sometimes we're closed up in our houses because of bad weather or whatever, depending on where you are in the country. Alla lives in the balmy state of Texas. Um, and so, but, you know, it's a good time to, to be looking and saying, God, I, I know that God is always working and he's always teaching me something new. So where, what things do I need to be learning? How do I need to be refreshing myself so that I can go further to the Lord? And so seeking him to show you what things, like Alan said, John Stott's book is tremendous. Um, there's so many good things out there. Uh, I guess just don't get stale, you know, don't get stale in your, your what you're doing for the Lord. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that when you come into a new year, you have this opportunity to look at a, a calendar that for the most part doesn't, it's not all filled up unless you're Trent. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's already, full. you know, but you look, you look at this calendar and you've got so much in front of you. And what what are your priorities? What are you what are you giving your time to? And it's a chance to just assess and reevaluate and make sure that you're you're moving um, in the right direction. I have a, a journey that I take uh, to one of my our cities and that I work with. And there's always a tendency when I come to this one stop sign to turn and go back into town instead of leaving and coming my direction because my brain tells me that I should be turning right and in actuality I need to turn left and every time I go to it and I know now to make that left turn I still have this feeling like I really should make a right and it it just doesn't make sense to me and I think that that's what a new year does there there are things that our our mind will play tricks on us and we think we ought to be going this way um, but we know the truth is that we need to go another direction. I think when we come to end of a year, beginning of a year, it's just a wonderful opportunity to look at this and make sure that we truly are going the right direction. Mm -hmm. Well, and, you know, I said this earlier, Alan and I were guests on another podcast, but, um, you know, there's a lot of things around us that will tell us to trust our own hearts. But scripture is very clear and says that our hearts are deceitful above all else. And so we need to be um, searching for truth. And that the truth, of course, is in God's word. And so we need to be in that, um, you know, and that that will help us to make sure that we're going in that right direction. So um, I, I'm excited because uh, the church that we are members of, our pastor has set up a deal to where the entire church is going to uh, read through scripture throughout this year. And he's going to be preaching wherever, uh, what each week, what the passage that we're reading, he's going to be preaching out of that passage. So um, I'm excited about that. It encourages us to be in God's word. Well, that's great. It's always neat to see how pastors put together their, their sermon planning um, for a year. You know, a lot of pastors are going to, um, pick up a new series or start a new book study or uh, do a vision series. Uh, you know, things will be kind of all over the place, but there's always that kind of new sense of excitement. And uh, hopefully, you know, um, with your Christmas Eve service and stuff, you you'll pick up a new family or two along the way. It's certainly our prayer that you um, really use that as an opportunity to meet someone new and invite them to join. Um, 
your church and what God wants to do in, in the life of their uh, of their own spiritual journey uh, through your church. So we certainly hope you'll take advantage of all those opportunities as they come their way. So Trent, um, you, you've got a lot of conferences and stuff um, coming up. Um, what What is it that you maybe hope to get out of some of these things that you're doing? Well, you know, it's there's an old principle that I was taught years ago, and that is to sharpen the saw. You know, I, I, I've got a chainsaw and I cut a lot of wood um, and we live in the middle of woods. <laughs> we live in the middle of 100 acres of forest. And so the principle is, and it's a good principle leadership wise or um, whatever area you work in, is to always take time to sharpen the saw. Uh, there gets there gets a point where if you don't sharpen your chainsaw, you will start cutting on a curve. You won't cut, cut straight, and the the saw the wood chips get smaller and smaller, and eventually you're just burning your through the the log instead of actually cutting it. And so I have to take time to take this chainsaw and take the chain off and sharpen each each tooth on that. And, and so I think the same is true of us individually in the areas of ministry that God has given to us to be able to actually take time. We may think it's a distraction, but it's a, it's a good investment of time to sharpen those things that we do and, and gain some new knowledge and, and sharpen. So like the, the uh, conference in Austin, uh, my wife Dana and I are going to, that will be a, a great opportunity for us to gain some new tools on how to minister to pastors and, uh, you know, and, and be an encouragement to pastors. And so I'm looking forward to that. That's great. You know, I think it is good to, to have, kind of have a game plan and anticipation um, going, going into that. You know, I'm one of the things that I'm excited about my, particular seminar I'm taking is on strategic proclamation, you know, and how, how do I cater really hoping to learn better how to cater my preaching into um, specific contexts in which I find myself in, you know, Trent and I are in this role where we go into churches in, in different seasons under different things. Sometimes the church is just, the pastor's just out of, out of town and on vacation and it's not a big deal, but sometimes the church is in need of a um, a time of a transition or in need of some healing after a hurt. And so we walk into some different situations that we have to be able to speak into. Sometimes we're asked to speak at other events and they want more of a visionary or leadership type type discussion from us. So we have to be ready with a lot of different things. So I'm looking forward to, to what I'm going to gain in understanding and appreciation of that topic throughout this process. I'm glad that you you mentioned that, Alan. And and you know, as we both have talked, the the need for us to learn. And, and I want to encourage you, if you're listening to our podcast, you probably have heard this before, but to make sure and take time to go to a conference, um, go to something. It doesn't have to be a long ways off. There's things that are semi-local, and, and you can go to. Um, and you can gain some new insights that maybe you haven't thought of, um, or even just getting together with other other leaders and 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 you know kind of picking their brains and say, hey, what do you think about this? And, um, 
we, we get in our own ruts, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, that a rut is just a grave with no ends in it. And and so when you are just doing the same thing week in, week out, and you don't go to a conference, you don't go spend time learning something new, then you're going to get really dry. Yeah, and you need to increase your portfolio of Trentisms too, you know, things yeah. like a rut. Rut is just a grave with no ends on it, things like that. So <laughs> more reasons to be a part of our podcast like that, just so you can pick up those jewels uh, along the way. But, uh, but it, it is important for us to, to really be thinking about the ways in which we can get better or, or, or find training and you know, Trent, one of the realizations that as we look back over our episode list that we really get the sense that there are some of you who listen that sometimes you feel isolated, maybe even alone in ministry. And we we just want to echo that. If you don't know who else to reach out to, reach out to us. Um, let us walk alongside you, but don't do ministry alone. Don't rely only on yourself. It's just a, a certain recipe for disaster. So make sure that you're finding people who can invest back into you. Yeah, and, and Alan used a good word because it is an investment. You may think, oh, this is a waste of time, but it's not. It's an investment. Anytime you take time to grow yourself through relationships or conferences or reading, it's an investment because you are sharpening your saw. You're growing uh, in your skills and it's you're investing in your future is what it is. Yeah, you want to make those investments along the way because that's where they have the payoff. So invest early, invest often. And uh, when it comes down to it, and we talked to you about endurance, you'll have plenty to endure on uh, in the last half of your ministry. So make sure that you make those investments. So you'll have something in your quote retirement account to keep to keep going and to keep doing what it is that you're supposed to do. Yeah, and who knows that God might lead you to something new, um, not only to endure in ministry, but um, just as Alan and I have, you know, gone and changed to different areas, God will lead you to um, some things to consider. And it is an adventure to follow him and to get to do the things that he has put in place. And I, I can't remember exactly where it is in scripture, Alan, but it does say that God has put in place good works in advance for us to do. Uh, and I love that because our God loves us enough to not only save us, but also to give us the opportunity to serve him and do new things. And he's already got it set up and all we have to do is follow him. That's right. So we just want to encourage you in this. And so today, I guess, is really just about being an encourager um, to those as you're looking forward into this year. What is it that you truly want to see happen? Where's your heart? Where, where's your direction? Make sure that you have a sense of, of destination, so to speak. You you need to know where you're going. I've, I've always felt that that's better. That's why it's, I think it's important to have a time of sermon planning, um, leadership planning, um, set a direction and sometimes I, I could have done a better job of that and so if I can just be here to encourage you those are times that were never wasted there were times that I wish I'd had more of them and done a better job of that throughout my ministry so make sure that you're just taking time to develop a good plan and that you know where you want 2024 
to take you. And God may adjust that some along the way, but I'd rather start out knowing where I'm going than just hope I, I get somewhere. Yeah, that's true. You know, we will, the old saying is that if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every time. Um, and so we don't want you to hit nothing. We want you to hit the centerpiece and hit the target, whatever target is that God has led you to, to aim at or something that you feel like you need to be moving forward toward. Uh, make sure you're aiming at something in 2024. That's right. So if you don't aim for it, you won't hit it for sure. So anyway, um, that's about all we had to say today, Trent. I mean, it's holiday time. People probably drive and we don't want to take too much of your time today, but we've got some great things coming on. We've got several um, several episodes in the works and in our planning. And so we're looking forward to some of the things that we're going to be bringing to you in 2024. Some, some fresh interviews, some, some new podcasts along the way. We may even revisit a couple of old ones and see if we can get them right this time so anyway we, we're we're just grateful for you thank you for starting off your new year um, with the enduring churches podcast and, and continue to pray for us uh, pray that god would give us new things to do and insight as to how we can walk alongside you and of course reach out to us if we can be of any assistance or any help to you so we're grateful for you grateful for your partnership in the Enduring Churches podcast, and most of all, grateful that you are enduring in ministry. Have a great start to your new year.